0: And Welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener. Your host, Ken Lane, here every week talking about the landscapes of northern Arizona. We are in the peak of the season. This is actually one of the best garden seasons out of all the months in the mountains of Arizona. This is the mountains, not the deserts. Out of all the planting seasons, this is a sweet spot. Now through autumn, so now through, I would say, October is just perfect. The ground is very warm. So you put it something, a plant in the ground, it starts to root out immediately. Uh, and then they're 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 actively growing right now. So you've got trees putting on new foliage. Vines are elongating. They're, they're putting those tendrils around things. Things are growing quickly, especially the summer things. Some of your summer plants, how nice it is. I want one of those. You probably come to the garden center, get one, put it in the ground. It would Start doing the same thing right away, just because it's growing so quickly. It's part of that is because of, so So we came out of June, first part of July. It was hot. It was not nice. It was not nice for your plants, for you, your pets, the birds. It was hot and dry and not. it was not raining. So all you have to do as a gardener at this altitude is just get things to live through that hot spot because of the rains they are going to come you just you can count on it it's guaranteed we never know how much moisture we're going to have rain but we know the clouds will come the humidity will go up and plants will start growing that's a sweet spot so in the spring of the year Things are erupting. They're coming out. They're blooming. You know, all your spring blooming things, uh, red buds and your your pansies, the kales, things are just, they, they're erupting with new life. And it's exciting for we as gardeners. We look at that and go, oh, that's kind of, everything was so like dead. Now it's alive. Look, but we're looking at little glimpses of life. In the summer, this, this monsoon rainy kind of season, this is when things really grow and they become large. I mean, they're like not just little bits of life. We're talking Russian sage that is like going to take over the yard. They're beautiful. They're just in their zone. Uh, a, a Rosa Sharon is taller than I am with hundreds of blooms. There's no spring plant that does that. Crape myrtle, the iridescent, like fluorescent flowers that it blooms. A shrub grows head high. It just it, it radiates with life. There's no spring shrub that does that kind of color that nothing can compete because it needs the warmth that needs this is something that's unique to the mountains of Arizona and, and this season. And so don't think that you cannot plant. You can. It's a great time to put in sycamores, a great time to put in a, a new shade tree, vines. It's tremendous. I noticed that the peach trees. They were suffering. They did not like that heat that we had. So I had peaches all over my trees. I grow a big uh, Alberta peach in a container and it, it was looking good, but the peach, the fruit itself was just hanging there. It wasn't growing, wasn't falling off, wasn't dying, was just hanging there, wasn't growing. And so all of a sudden we get a couple rains and all of a sudden those peaches went whoomp, from golf ball size to full on, oh my gosh, my mouth's watering, just talking about it on the airwaves. It is beautiful. They just needed a little bit of humidity from some cloud cover and an afternoon rain every once in a while. That's a game changer for everything in the yard. You notice your tomatoes. They went from from actively growing to jungle growth in just a few weeks because this is their time to shine. And so that's a good thing. One thing to watch your container gardens. So you've been watering those to keep them alive. It's been hot. You had to up it. I was watering every day. On weekends when I had time off, I would give it a hand watering in addition to the drip irrigation that it had. And so it was. they were, they were doing pretty good. Now they look fantastic. What I'm finding, I had two of my containers, large pots that filled with water. And here's something to watch. It's unique to this time of year now through autumn. Through, I'd say, October, you want to be careful of your container gardens, especially things that have th- bigger plants. So so roses, grasses. This one happened to be a juniper was in there. I've got this vase-shaped, uh, glazed oxblood red with this blue juniper. It's magnificent. It's beautiful. Uh, but it had filled with water. And what had happened is I'd been watering so much, the roots were hot. They were traveling, watch, they were following the, the water out of the hole in the bottom of the pot. And the roots had clogged the bottom drain hole of that container. So big plants can do this. I just tipped it over and rammed a screwdriver through it. That solved all the problems. But just be aware, watch that. If you see that water is building, if I, if I had let that go for another week or two, the plant would have died. It literally would have drowned. Even though the roots were chasing that water and they actually plugged it and received all the water, It would that would be too much. They want moisture, but they want air. They want drainage as well. Plants give off oxygen from their foliage, but they absolutely have to have oxygen at the roots, So they take in oxygen there, but they give off oxygen up, up in top growth. And so if you fill up all those air pockets in the soil with water molecules, the plant drowns. It's just like dunking, dunking your head under the water for 10 minutes. You're not going to be looking very good when you finally come back up. Neither are your plants. It takes a little bit longer. It's just something I noticed. Another thing I've noticed too, just my own garden, excuse me, my name's Ken. We're just friends, we're talking over the back fence and here's what I'm seeing in my backyard. I think you will probably see some similar things you might want to take a look at. And so I'm seeing snails are really bad. Oh my gosh. The snails are starting to eat holes in my foliage. So they're in the peonies, the mint, you know, the uh, uh, yarrows, they're everywhere. And so I'm going after the snails and slugs in my yard. And they'll probably, and that's a, that's a unique phenomenon to the rainy season. You'll see slimy trails going across the sidewalks. So that's snails. I don't see any snails. Well, I guarantee you they're there because I can see the slime they leave behind. So they're hiding out underneath dark places during the day because they're bird bait. They don't want to be eaten. So they hide out when they come out at night. And so there's, there's some insider tip on snail bait. So the easiest way to kill a snail is there, there's some bait, you, some pellets you throw out there. They come out, they're attracted to it, they eat it, and they die. Not, they're not salt-based. It's actually a, a poison that's unique to uh, mainly iron. It's really iron or uh, type of, of uh, poisons. So a little bit's good for you, but a lot it kills you. So that's what that is. Be very careful. If you've got, if you're using snail bait, you want to verify what you're putting out there, especially if you've got pets, cats, dogs. I mean, just birds. You like birds? Yes. Now be really careful because some of the uh, baits that kill snails and slugs are, are just deadly. If you got a new puppy out there, you know puppies—they'll eat everything. They want to taste, try. They just want to mouth everything, including poisonous types of snail baits. Use a zinc or iron-based uh, type of, of, of snail and bug killer, and you'll be much safer for your pets, safer for you, healthier for your gardens, but still highly effective for salient slugs. That's the only thing we saw here at the at the garden We just for Water's Garden Center. Here's our here's my mindset. I'm picking one product, one snail killer, slug killer, and I want one to be organic and I want it to, to work. So that's how we, we don't go by price first. We go by organic, and then we go by, is it effective? And then we start negotiating price with different vendors. So sometimes garden centers get that opposite. They're shopping price. You get the poison things, which are cheaper. Pay the extra 80 cents. Be safer for you, your pets, the birds. It's just better. So you'll see that over and over again. So it's it's uh, just be aware. Uh, I'm seeing other types of bugs coming out right now. So you should be don't let them get ahead of you, or they'll they'll start doing damage. We have a lot in store for you this show.